The Greyhound preview is right here at 16 to 1, and then all his glory in here, he's, he's living here. George Ferruja <laughs> is in the building again. Hello, George. G'day, Andrew. How are you, mate? Oh, well, mate. Geez, been... I know, we've seen each other. Uh, and, we? and we're, uh, well, gee, what a night of action. And Jason Adams is here from Greyhound Racing Victoria. Welcome, Jace. Welcome. Uh, well, good to be here, Andrew. I walked into the RSN studios, and unlike last week, there's no donuts at the front, so I was <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that close from turning coming. around and thinking, bugger this. Yeah, no... Uh, <laughs> Uh, they, uh, they only happen once very rare, and the boss is not here today, so we weren't going to be doing that again. Now, we've got Hillsville. They're going to the boxes. Uh, that race due in about a minute. But uh, how big is this tomorrow night? But how big was the news that we had on Wows? He's fast during the week, George. Can you bring us up to date? Absolutely. Um, and, and you called it. You did text me with the with the sire. Up until we had a, a function, um, Jason and I, uh, with GRV, and we spoke to Cal and Jackie there, and they were still not 100% whether they were going to go to Ballarinfrared, but we can uh, confirm that the US sire Ballarinfrared will be the father of the pups for Wow She's Fast, which will be born in around nine weeks' time. So hopefully we can get on board and get one, Andrew. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> the cost will be pretty excessive. Um, why Ballarinfrared? Uh, the owners have had success with Ballar Infrared. Ballar Infrared is the sire of Aussie Infrared, who, of course, has thrown a lot of Group 1 winners. He's the sire of Hardstyle Rico, Jace, who has got Scalacci in the Australian Cup. So he's been a success in Australia. Um, I think Cal and Jackie um, thought that Fernando Bell was real close. So I think that might be litter number two. Do you think, George, there's an element of, for me, I, I don't see many good dogs that are sired by... Um, greyhounds of, of generations gone by. Is, it, is that a, a realistic view in the breeding world that for a greyhound like him who's been around for a decade or so, that the generation moves on? Yeah. yeah you, there's a there's a theory that the greyhounds continue to get faster, mm. probably the same with mm. thoroughbred. So Bella Infrared, I think, is memory almost 20... He would be 20 years old if he was still alive. So um, compared to Fernando, who's 10... Yeah, um, but look, it didn't worry them, and look, he's still thrown very, very fast dogs, Bella. So, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see how it goes. Jason Adams, George Farouz, you're in, and we're looking at the Meadows tomorrow night. The Australian Cup final is race 10, but you've got the Rookie Rebel and you've got the Superstayers final, race number 8. I think we start with the big one, if I can put it. I mean, I know they're all Group 1s, but the most attention is on the Australian Cup final. Morton has drawn box 5 at $3.30 right now, and uh, you've got Alpha Zulu at $4.80. Fernando Phil out in the pink at $7.50. And of course, dare I forget those inside Greyhounds. Tim Zoo at $3.50 and Scalacci at $10. So George, how does it set up here? Where these Greyhounds are boxed and how that first sort of 100 metres will be run? Interestingly, when you've mentioned the, um, the, the odds there, the three leading fancies have all drifted in the market, Andrew, which uh, is surprising. They've come for Fernando Phil a bit, $9 into $7.50. Look, Morton's holds the key to the race because he's the best dog in the race, I think, Jason. But we know he can be hit or miss at box rise. Box five doesn't do him any favours, especially with Fernando Phil coming across. And I think it just lends itself to Tim Zoo getting the run of the race. But he still has to do everything right out of box rise, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And with Morton, I mean, <clears throat> with favourites especially, I mean, I'm looking for holes in them. And just the way that Morton ran home last week, which was super good. And once he got to that position in the race, his numbers after that were seriously quick. But yeah, yeah just that inconsistency at box rise is 
where I see the weakness in him, and particularly from box five, when we're going to see speed from my magic man, Fernando Phil's going to be carving across. So I think there's reason to take him on, given the price he is in the market. So essentially, Andrew, they're speeding one, two, three, four, and eight. Mm. There's nowhere to hide. So you really can't do too much wrong early, I suppose, what Jason is alluding to. And then I always come back to the Greyhound who's drawn the best. And if you can hold his position, he's a big dog, Tim Zhu. And forget that he got run down last week. He still ran 29.80. Mapunga Smokey, um, I think he's risky beginner as well. And Tim Zhu's drawn really well here. Um, He's my tip for the race at 3.50. Not sure about you, Jase. Yeah, I'll be with uh, Scalacci. Okay, and yeah. he's not the flavour of the month. He just wants a free pizza, though, on Sunday. That's <laughs> yeah. all he is. Definitely, <laughs> definitely plays a yeah. part, for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, although he was burnt last week by my magic man, a lot of greyhounds would have been burnt by him. Mm-hmm. And when you break down what he did specifically, his times early on into the first 50 and whatnot was still in the top 10 for the whole meeting. So I don't think it was um, as sort of... When you look at it, it wasn't yeah. as disappointing as what it looked on face value. So as soon yeah. as a dog like my magic man crosses you, it's too hard to make ground. You can't do it. So And he's not one to run others down. So I thought from the inside draw, I mean, moderate beginner in Tim Zoo on his inside. Launch code hasn't been getting away that well. I think he's got opportunity. And I, I think he's a sleeping giant. I mean, he's cleaned up in the Team Lee um, on the mm. back foot last week. I just think at the price, he represents value. Even though he hasn't won a race since the Phoenix, guys, I think there's been a couple of runs which have been pretty eye-catching. He ran second behind Mapunga Shine, who's a Group 1 winner at Sandown. I thought that run was really good, and I thought his run last week was good. So for those that are fans of Scalacci, he's at $10. Uh, just don't know where he sits on that first corner, Jace. if they all begin quite cleanly, um, because he's a greyhound that needs to lead to win. And I think if Tim Zoo can hunt underneath him, that's where the trouble lies. But Yeah, and yeah, I, I was the race. first one to be critical of him when he wasn't beginning consistently yeah. at all. But what we've seen in the Tim Lee, I think, is more encouraging. Mm. And last week, that again. So I think he's just waiting on a clear run. Can you envisage uh, a scenario where Fernando Phil just leads them clearly from the pink? If he replicates his numbers last week, he leads no dramas. Um, if he doesn't do that, then he's got that habit of wanting to get down to the fence quite hard. So for those on his inside, I think they're going to be under the pump of if they're side by side with him, he's going to crash straight into them. Okay, so um, one question I'll ask. Who leads at the first turn in your mind, George? Uh, I think Fernando Phil. Okay, and mm-hmm. Jase? Or Scalacci, if I've got him on top, he's only going yep. to win if he's leading. So yep. okay. um, the pressure's going to be on for my magic man. But, yeah, I think there's there's going to be opportunity here and I'm happy to be against the trend of, of what people think about him. Righto. So at the moment, Tim Zoo is at three fifty, and Scalacci for Jace is $10 uh, and two fifty the place. The Australian Cup is race 10 tomorrow night at 8 minutes to 10. Let's go back to the rookie rebel, guys. Race number six where uh, the Tassie Greyhound, Fast Manandi, is at $3.50. Cane Bale off box two is at $3.70. Father Rick is at $9. Hector Forley Box 5 at $4.20 and Stomping is at 11 Raiders Guide at 7 So I'm going to ask the obvious because everyone knows Hector. Can Hector Fawley do the right thing from Box 5 at this trip? Yeah, he can because he's a superstar. Absolutely, he can. I think this is the first week in a long time that I haven't. I'm not going to tip him on top, so oh, I'm not sure if it's a George, good or bad. When he gets back up to his best distance, yeah. Oh, look, it's this. There's a lot of speed drawn on the inside. Father Rick is a flawless beginner, usually. I'm surprised he's $9, to be honest. He opened at 10 he's at $9. He's a, uh, he can't probably hold out Hector and a few of these others um, if they're close to him, but Father Rick will give you a run for your money. But 
I'm keen on Kane Bale, the son of Fanta Bale, uh, Andrew. I just think um, he's been beginning a lot better. That 33.80 run at Sandown, Jace, really pricked my ears up because 600 was always going to be his go. Is This is the most challenging race he's been in, I've got no doubt. Is he going to be up for the challenge? But he's drawn well, um, and I think he can do the business tomorrow. Yeah, well, only his best deal is going to be competitive, isn't it? And yeah. when I compare him and, and one like Hector Fawley, I mean, they went... They were in the same semi-final of the Australian Cup last week, side by side, and Hector Fawley got away with far better than what he did. So yeah. I lean towards Hector Fawley, and as we said, he gets back up to a distance range where we have seen his finest work. Mm. Um, and I love the way that he can handle himself when the heat's on Absolutely. as well, particularly when he's on the outside of Greyhounds. And we saw that no better example than in the, the Hume Cup late last year. So. Yeah, he, I think he's well placed to go well. And four twenty, if you like Hector Fall, is I think pretty good value. Uh, for but that, I think that just typifies what a great race we have. Fast Manani, the Tasmanian Greyhound, last week Andrew was mm. amazing. Yep. He was so powerful to the line. Um, he's a bit hit or miss at box rise. That's the only thing. So your cane bail, George, mm-hmm. yep. three dollars seventy. Jace Hector Fawley. Hector Fawley for you. Box five currently at four dollars twenty. So that's the rookie rebel. It's race number six on the card. The Stayers final is race eight, where Palawa King number five at two dollars sixty is the favourite. Uh, Leonard Jinx off the blue. Box four is at three dollars ninety. Uh, we had Mick McGuan on earlier. Uh, he's all over Palawa King, the favourite here in the Stayers final. Final, as I say, just after nine o'clock. Jace, which way are you going in this race? Palawa King, and I love the way that Mick assessed it as well. It was quite uh, comparable to my thoughts on the race. So I'm nowhere near as keen on him this time around as what we were last week in his heat. But I just sense one light drill sergeant's going to go forward, Georgie, and he's a type of greyhound. He's not going to stick to the fence. He doesn't get wide, and for whatever reason, when greyhounds get up to him, he can sometimes just bunch up the field. So I sense that happening at probably somewhere around the 600-metre boxes. And at that point, we know Palawa King is going to be going through the gears. So, yeah, and he cannot begin any worse than what he did last week. He couldn't. If he did, he stays there and doesn't come out. That's the number one thing for me, guys. He went 5.49 early. I don't think there's ever been a greyhound to record such a slow first split over 700 and still break 43 seconds. So... He usually runs around the 5.20 mark, uh, Andrew, so Mm. he was probably five lengths off his best to the first marker. If he gets back down to that 5.20 mark, I think he can run 42.50 and win the race. It's what he does for himself, George. It's not like he's just slow away and whatnot. He's giving himself a handicap. Yeah. He's he's giving them five metres And the most important thing, Jace, he's intelligent. I don't want to jinx him, but he knows how to weave his way through a field because he has to. He's been doing it for the re- for all his and life. And speaking about ones like Zulu Blast, like he's he'd be probably quicker than Palawa King, but at this point of his career, he doesn't have that sort of race now to carve through a field like Palawa King probably could. And look, let's be honest, this is not the the toughest fan of Bale superstars we've ever seen. So, with all due respect to them, Drill Sergeant's a Group 1 winner and been racing very, very well. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the race, but I just think Palawa King is clearly the best greyhound here. He's won nearly 800000 in prize money, um, and I think he'll get the job done. I'm surprised at the drift, to be honest, from 220 to 260. Happy to play with all day with him. We yep. know he's going to come. Does his chances still rely on where Lena Jinx and Zulu Blast are? Like, if they settle I, second I, and third... Is he even a chance yes. to get him? Yeah, because I think he's a superior stayer at this stage of his career. Yeah. What about you, Jase? Are you Palawa? Yeah, I'm with Palawa King. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think there's going to be a bunch up at some stage of the race if Drill Sergeant is to go forward and lead. And that bunch up's going to be the chance that Palawa King 
does get. So if he doesn't fall asleep again and begin worse than what he did last week, which I think is impossible, yeah. he's going to be close up. He's going to be threatening. $2.60. So they're the three Group 1s tomorrow night at the Meadows on a Monster 12 race card that begins at 6.39. And it's free admission uh, out there at the Meadows tomorrow night. You can walk up and say, hey, I know that mate Bensley. He said uh, this is free of charge, <laughs> free entry, just whilst through. Uh, don't mention John Henry's name because they will charge you. <laughs> they will say give us uh, a fiver, won't they, John? Yeah, just say yes. Uh, let's look at any other race. Where's your best? I like one in the last race. He's one of my favourites, and if you spell his two of his last names backwards, you understand why he's named this. But Gary Stunon is, I think, drawn well. There was signs of his best last week, Jace, when running 34-30 at Sandown. An amazingly good record, this track and distance. He's up against uh, Morton's brother in Stormy Day, who is very, very good at Sandown. But I think if Gary can hold his line early, he'll be hard to beat race 12, number one for me. So what are you saying? He wouldn't be a candidate for Wow, She's Fast? He's not a candidate (laughs) from Wow, She's Fast, uh, based on his name uh, spelt backwards. So Gary's done on, but he's um, he's very, very, very fast. I'm just doing it. Uh, I want to know. Can you broadcast it? No, no. uh, You probably could. Well, you can, but I reckon we just... He just doesn't have the equipment to be a fast... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I've right, got to see right this. Um, uh, so that's race 12, number one, Gary Stunon, currently at $3, second pick behind Stormy Day. What about your best, Jase? Race two, number one, Excavation. And doesn't sound like it feel my normal self, George, going hard at one in a, a maiden final, but he's just got stacks on the rest of them, I think. The only concern I've got is that he may want to get to the middle part of the track, but even what he's done early, it shouldn't make a big difference. So he looks at plenty on him. I agree with you. Just for, for listeners who follow dogs, just keep an eye out for number four in that race, Kiptum, uh, for Brooke Ennis. Started 5-1 to one on favourite on debut. He just looks a green, inexperienced, big dog that's learning how to race. So he's going to get better as he as he goes through the grades. Yeah, and another interesting point as well, Team Ennis have two in that race. Yes. The other one is number eight, Lan Franco. Now, I haven't liked what he's done at all in his two starts. He's been heavily backed in both of them, and again, third time around. So there's obviously some sort of belief that he can go. Yep. Big night, Meadows, tomorrow night. Free entry, as I just said a few minutes ago, and you, whether you listen or watch it, uh, we're going to have it all. Lua rolling uh, from around 6.15 tomorrow night. We'll have it all with you, George, uh, and the team out there at the Meadows. Be listening. Good luck tomorrow, and let's hope it's just a, a terrific night in racing. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, boys. Jason Adams and George Ferrugia with the preview for the Australian Cup big meeting at the Meadows tomorrow night.